0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Constructing the Clubhouse. I'm your host, Dr. Matthew John Murtha. Joining me, the beautiful co-host, John Ellis.
1: Yes, thanks for waiting so patiently, everyone. For this, it has been a
0: minute, and we're back. We have a lot of updates to give. Right, raring to go, chomping at the bit. That's right. On this, the one and only world's, the world's one and only podcast about building a comedy club during a pandemic in Barcelona. Right. Yeah,
1: we're still in the middle of a pandemic. I feel like. We won't be able to claim that forever.
0: Well, oh, it's it's always gonna go on. We might be able to claim it forever. I guess it's we're not in the middle though. We're towards the end.
1: That's yeah. Feel it's starting to feel like that. Capacity restrictions have increased.
0: We're at fifty percent capacity now, so that's cool. Um, All right. Yeah. So it's been what? It's been like six weeks since we recorded Probably one of these?
1: six weeks. Uh Few reasons for that. Number one, our, our producer Zach was away. He was in the States getting himself vaccinated. He's <laughs> back now, which is great. Zach's back. Uh and I guess we've both just been busy doing we other have stuff. We've
0: been incredibly busy. This has been like a big month or two for the clubhouse, yeah? Absolutely.
1: Uh and I, I do want to say I just hugely appreciate everyone that does listen to the podcast and has been saying to us every other yeah. week, like, hey, where's the episode? Where's the episode? People like Renat, my friend, said that it was one of his favorite podcasts. Uh, Robbie, Mihai, whoever it is that, that's just Jacob. on us all the time. Jacob. Yep. Uh, and, and saying to, that they uh, enjoy it and, and really motivating us to actually sit down and get this, get this recorded. Yeah, so shout we out we to Andy it.
0: Ritchie listening in uh,
1: Edinburgh. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. We've gone global. Um, right. And my mom, of course, in
0: New Zealand. As I have not told my parents always, about this. yeah. You know, I haven't even told them about the, the clubhouse. So why don't you
1: trust your parents with that information?
0: I am. I don't trust that they won't be disappointed in me.
1: Yeah. To be honest, yeah. Squandering your PhD. A little bit. Were they proud when you got a PhD? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they should be. That's. I think all parents would be proud of that, right?
0: Yeah. Though it wasn't, as my mom will remind me, it wasn't an MD, but she was still pretty happy. It wasn't one of the good yeah, doctors. Not the right kind of doctor, but yeah, it's okay. That's right. yeah, fuck that. I think you're doing well, Matt. I think we're
1: both doing pretty well. It feels uh, it feels a bit surreal sometimes, like. Very. I feel like we're almost kind of mad. We're doing everything that we wanna be doing. We're not still not making a lot of money, probably making some money. Yeah. But everything's flowing together just beautifully.
0: It's all, yeah, everything is working. We're, you know, the bar, we get people in every night. We've been making kind of like my own personal, I had a financial goal for the bar to like make 200 euros gross, you know, mm-hmm. a night. And we're, we're getting close to that.
1: Yeah, we are. I mean, I, I just did the accounting for the last month, uh, and we did about four thousand euros worth of mm-hmm. drink sales. So that's you know that's one hundred and thirty a, a night. Yeah, plus ticket sales and everything. Um, yeah, I think this month we'll do
0: 200, yeah. 200 a month, two hundred a day. would be great. Wow, if we if we can really average that, that will be great. Just for, like for folks wondering if uh, so, if we make four grand in a month, roughly. 1,200, 1,500 of that, it's going to go to buying the the alcohol. Right? Yeah. Then we have another six to 600, 600 to 1,000 euros for rent and utilities probably, yeah? hmm And then uh, we pay out different showrunners. Paying out showrunners the 70%. Uh,
1: that takes another chunk out of it. Although that doesn't really come from the drink sales. So that, that's, that's usually with ticket sales, and that's kind of a separate thing. So that almost balances out with what yeah. we have to pay the showrunners. Yeah, so it's okay. It's 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 almost working. It's okay. We've got a lot more expenses and things are a lot more um, complicated now, partly because uh, we just hired a bartender. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah. I think the last time we sat down, we were talking about how it's been super stressful for us. And we were looking for someone with, we had kind of a list of criteria didn't we, right. we sort of needed someone that was assertive, but friendly, but happy to be mean when <laughs> necessary, uh, had bar yeah, experience, why? could make cocktails. Why
0: did we need somebody to be assertive, Johnny boy? Because we, are, we both
1: aren't very good at telling our friends <laughs> mean things.
0: Because every, every night we have to kick people out and like... And John and I, well, uh, John's probably more assertive than I am, but um, it's tough. It's tough to kick people out. And so it's nice to have an employee that you can make do that. Um, yeah, and some of the other things that we were looking for, uh, so let's see. The ideal bartender, who would, who would they be? They would be lovely, right? They'd be charismatic. Yeah. Uh, perhaps they can help with different types of um, promotional activities, yeah. Uh, they would know their way behind a bar. They would know the drinks. So previous experience. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and who we found is all
1: of that and more. I mean, it's, it's so really- So much more.
0: A fucking tornado of charisma and, and class.
1: She makes me feel bad about myself because people just come in and they're like, she's really tied the bar together. She's really made the bar what it is now. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. Which feels relatively brutal.
0: Wait, who said that?
1: Uh, someone was saying it yesterday. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna take offense to that. I think it was Helen, was saying it yesterday. Yeah, I was like, and okay, that's fine. Just be careful with your compliments sometimes, yeah. Sometimes a compliment for one
0: person is an insult for the other person. Oh yeah. Well, and I think we'll get into it at some point. But yeah, uh, yeah, I have, I have, I'm a little conflicted on that. Almost, she she is great, but like, yeah,
1: yeah, she is good. So so she came in. It must have been like basically the weekend after. We had the last conversation we had on a Sunday. Yeah. She barely performs stand-up comedy.
0: She did her first time she did her that f- night. Yeah. Right, so we, we should say we should make the announcement. Our new bartender is
1: the one and only Kyla, Kyla Cobbler.
0: Cobbler. Exactly.
1: Uh, some people will maybe know what we're talking about, others won't. She's a, a comedic writer from Ireland. Uh, she writes for Irish television and does a lot of Instagram comedy. has a has a mm. big Instagram following, which I mean, on top of all the other bartender rec- requirements that we were looking for, having eighty thousand Instagram followers is phenomenal. It's nice. Phenomenal. It's phenomenal. That's nice. not why we like her, but it's hugely helpful. Yeah, to the bar, to us, to everything. She uh, she just shared a couple of times, you know, hey, I'm at this bar, check it out. It's run by these guys, whatever, on her Instagram stories, and we've doubled more than doubled our followers we are up to 1500 followers now i think really? we had about i think we had about 500
0: good great i need to I need to get uh, some shout outs from her on my from my yeah that's Instagram.
1: that's the idea so what's crazy what I, what I, I was thinking when it comes to this is that a lot of the work that we do it's just plugging away it's just uh, like messaging groups spamming emailing whatever all this kind of thing and you get so little result yeah. for all of it and then you just need one person to come along and sort of take mercy on you or whatever. Yep. And then that's where you get all the results from is just somebody basically noticing that you're working hard and then giving you a little hand. But the little hand they're giving you is like a hundred times better than all of the work that you've been doing.
0: Yeah, it's like so the far. it's like the thing that opens the dam or something. Yeah. I don't know what the right analogy is. But I gotcha, I know what you mean. Yeah. But yeah, she's she's amazing
1: right a little a too too amazing a if lot of people me, if you
0: ask me a little too amazing so we'll come let's let's table that for for a moment because i do want to tell that story okay one of one of our employees here at the clubhouse might have fallen a bit for the the fantastic kyla cobbler and and got his his little heart disappointed but um oh yeah yeah but first all right so we had, let's to go to go back to our last episode Yeah. So we recorded that that day. Kyla, she came and did a set. She was a rock star, just smashed it, It was fantastic. We had a bunch of film directors and editors and uh, producers in the clubhouse. Yeah. It was feels like it's just working. It was a magical day. Like everybody's, you know, creative and Mm -hmm. happy. The place is packed. We're selling drinks. It's going good. Then I, uh, two days after, I get on a plane to go to Romania. Yeah. So this
1: is round two of Romania, the battle
0: round, yeah. correct? Stand up Revolution, the hottest comedy show, television show in all of Romania.
1: It's actually not run very well. The judges are, are very poor judges of, of comedy.
0: Yes, 100%. <laughs> I, I agree 100,000% with that. They don't know comedy, they are just complete schlubs. Absolutely. So how was it? How was, how was Romania? It sucked. I lost. It's like you lost and you got robbed. And I got robbed. Oh, I forgot about that story. (laughs) We'll have to. Well, yeah, we can do that one too. Delve into it just quickly. Give them a little overview of of Robin. Mom doesn't watch. She doesn't even know know this exists. exists. You're fine. All right. So to start. So I, you know, I land on a, let's say I land on a Wednesday. We film our battle. I had a battle against Hannah Becker, friend and, uh, friend and foe, the amazing Hannah Becker. And uh, so it's like a, you know, a battle round. So she does her set. And in my opinion, she did not get any reaction for the first three minutes. And then, then like, really, she started cooking and like closed strong. And then uh-huh. I do my set. And I have to say, I got my first applause break at about 45 seconds in. Wow. That's and good. That's yeah, impressive. And I feel like, you know, I, I was connecting consistently after that, but maybe... It's an old reference, uh, Ezekiel. There's a the old baseball. Like I, I, I was hitting singles, no, no home runs or anything, mm-hmm. but consistent. I felt good. The judges all said mm, Hannah was just great. She was fantastic. So they vote her, yeah. of course. And I've lost to this girl a number of times. She, yeah. I think, just about everybody knows that our story. I suppose we started at the same time. She won uh, the funniest ficker. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's lots of uh I think she runs she runs Hush Hush when I ran Bombshell. Right, she's you know? always run
1: the slightly better show and yeah. she's been slightly knowledgeable about the fact that it's a slightly better show. Uh well and yeah.
0: And I, I, I don't know, I always I felt that like um I always admitted it and told everybody that's a that's the great show. That's the one 'cause I the way I see the scene is like it be a, a bit of an ecosystem. We only need like one big flagship great for show. For sure. And so when I did bomb shelter, I wanted it to be kind of opposite of that. So I wanted to like a hot and messy place, like absolutely kind of wild. But that meant not running the big, biggest, best show in, in the city. And there's mm-hmm. like, um, there's a she should absolutely be proud of it. I mean, there's it's nice. Yeah, you know? although it hasn't been hush hush hasn't been running
1: recently c- consistently at all. And well, then it's been at El Maria, yeah, and yeah. I mean it's just been way more hit and miss. But in general, once she gets a solid venue. Uh, well, it's amazing, pandemic, she, and it okay. might work out. We're sort of talking with her about maybe doing a hush-hush showcase here every week, and then some bigger show once a yeah. month or something. So hopefully, something like that happens.
0: Yeah, we're gonna work together, which I'm I'm pretty excited for. I, I totally got off track.
1: Yeah, you were talking about how you hate oh, her. Yeah. I
0: lost. I so I lost to her in the <clears throat> in the battle. And it was funny because when I came back, everybody's like, oh, how was your trip, man? I was like, oh, it was crappy. And they're like, oh, why? I was like, because I lost, you know, oh, who'd you lose to? Hannah Becker. Oh, she's great. Yeah, yeah. I love her. Oh. And then people tell her how amazing
1: she is in front of you. And you're like, come on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like so many people, like friends, good friends of mine, they're like, yeah, get it, Hannah. Good job. Yeah. And I was like, come on. I'm right here.
1: Yeah. So, but you will get less compliments in general for your comedy, I think. Than,
0: <laughs> I definitely get less compliments. But I, I don't think, what I mean by that is I don't think it's the uh,
1: the nature of your comedy. I think it's sort of the nature of competition between guys sometimes, is yeah. that that I'd be way less likely to compliment you on a set. I'd yep. be more likely to be like, oh, fuck you, Matt, or something like that, you know?
0: Yeah, and I actually, have been thinking about this with your gong shows. There's something about me and the way I perform that kind of, I try to make it safe for people to insult me mm-hmm. in a way. So in these gong shows, I always get gonged off while people are laughing. Yeah, right? They're like, ha ha, go- I'm going to gong you. You know, they're doing it in fun and it's nice, but like, you know, I still end up losing. Um, But that's all right. It's fine. Fine. So so that was on, let's see, a recorded Thursday, right? Mm-hmm. It was a bit sad, but then the producer... Uh, offered to to cover my hotel for a week if i wanted to stick around and help out people with jokes and this and that um so, so i say what did you for your joke writing ability
1: not for your uh stage present or, yeah. or look or anything like that
0: yeah something or you know actually this producer this producer lore i thought that we had a chemistry i thought there was like a certain potential there right and a romantic potential and at the end of that week i found no brutal uh oh i got Oh, buddy, I was collecting elves. That was a tough. Was that was a tough wait for you, man. <laughs> we're we're gonna yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna we're gonna get as Sid Singh says, uh, we're gonna get into it. We're gonna get into it. But so that was Thursday, right? Very sad Thursday. Friday, hang out at the hotel during the day, and then at that night we have. Uh, so Kobe and Hannah passed to the next round. Hector mm-hmm. did too. Um, so Hector
1: and Hannah are in the finals now. Now they've recorded yeah. the finals, yeah. waiting to hear who won the
0: finals. Yeah. And they all had every, so there's like eight people in the final mm-hmm. and they all recorded it, uh, a piece as if they won. Yeah. So that they can just release it later on. Yeah. I don't know.
1: That's so crazy.
0: It is. So that Friday night we go, we decided to go out on the town and I was like, well, you know what? I'm a sad panda. I'm going to get, I'm going to get very drunk. Nice. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun, uh, hanging out with Kobe and Hannah. we were drinking the three of us and like those two, they, they passed on to the next round. So they're riding high. I'm just generally high. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and it was I had a lot of fun because um, a I think it's hilarious, but b is kind of effective. I went around. I basically went around to everybody I met in Romania and saying like, "Hey, do you know that amazing television show I humor?" And then everybody's like, "Oh yeah." I was like, "Well, you know, I just filmed something for them," and then I put you know, bust out a photo of me and the host of that show. It's like Romanian Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, right? uh,
1: he looks exactly like uh, the guy from Breaking Bad, Aaron Paul. Yeah. Jesse, right? Jesse Pinkman. Yeah. yeah. spitting image. Yeah, and bitch, he was um he used to be in a Romanian boy band. Yeah, Animal X. Animal X going back 15, 20 years I guess or something like that. Uh, 20. 20, 25. Yeah. Anyway, so now what he does is he hosts this show and he yeah. just has to be enthusiastic all the time. He has to be at 120%, 100% yeah. of the time. It's anyway, nice talking. guy.
0: He's super nice. Sabra Cope, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. Um, Super nice. So I would show people that that photo and like every everybody that I could, I would always pull out that photo. It was embarrassing. I was trying to embarrass Hannah and Kobe a little bit, but yeah. also I think it's hilarious. And it was really effective. People are super impressed. Um we you know, I, I did that at Border Control at one point, and the border scary border control lady was really impressed. That's cool. So we go, we close a bar and I see this this little troop of like three women. And I'm like, I, I like smile and wave at them. Something stupid. And they smile and wave back. I'm like, well, they seem like they're interested in my eye humor experience. So I go over there. I say, do you know this show? <laughs> and they they don't speak a lick of English. And they're like, hey, yeah. And then I show them the photo. And they're like, oh, oh my gosh. And then we we bust out the Google Translate, and we're talking back and forth. Nice. And yeah, get to know each other. And uh, at some point, they say, uh, do you want to go? Can we all just go back to your hotel and party? I was like, "You three girls and me," and they're like, "Uh huh." I was like, "Really?" And she goes, "Uh huh." I was like, "Hell yeah, we can!" Uh, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And um, and uh, and like the girl was like, "You like sex?" I was like, "Of course I do. I do." And she's like, "We have sex." I was like, "Yeah." Do your friends have to come? And she's like, "No, they'll they'll watch. It'll be fine." I was like whatever, all uh-uh. right. <laughs> uh-uh. Okay, bizarre, all right. Very bizarre, and I'm like, now I'm starting to get a little bit worried, right? It's never, ever been this easy for Matthew. Mm-hmm. Never, ever, ever. So so I say, all right, I, I run over to Kobe and Hannah, and I tell them what's up, and I say, all right, I'm gonna take these girls back, and we're gonna hang out. If you don't hear from me by like two o'clock in the morning, <laughs> I want you to come to the to the room, knock on the door, just make sure that I'm not... Tied up and uh they're taking my kidneys or something. Sure. And so we we hop in a cab, we get back to the room. And as soon as we get in the room, I hide my computer and my passport like on a tall shelf, like, you know, (sighs) because they just, oh, because when we were walking to the taxi cab, one of the bouncers at some other bar was like, hey, fella, watch out. You know, these girls are up to no good. I was like, yeah, I know. I hope. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, end up for the experience. You end up for the experience and for the bit, right? Like, partly at least. Sure. I mean, yeah. So what happened? you, You go down, you look at the potential outcomes and you mm-hmm. say, all right, they, they could rob me. Um, this could be a joke or maybe we party and we have fun or maybe something weird happens and I get a story out of it. Right. And I'm looking, you know, three out of four is not bad. It seems that, like a good chance. That's of,
1: not how statistics work. You know that. <laughs>
0: it seems like a good chance of fun things <laughs> happening. Uh, Fair, yeah. Okay. Cool. Anyway. Yeah. We get back. Uh, I had my, my bits and they, they say, can we all take a shower together? I say, sure. And actually two of them were interested in me at a third one weirdly sat in the, in the bathroom on my, I actually, I gave her my cell phone to like surf the internet with. And yeah, I had, I checked all my accounts the next day. Cause I didn't, I wasn't thinking and I was like, you don't want to, and she's like, no, I'll just sit in there. I'm like, all right, whatever. So, uh, uh, so we have some fun. Great. 20 minutes go by. They decide, uh, all right, all the funds over. I say, great. They're like, hey, can we have some money for a taxicab? I say, of course. And I go, I look in my wallet, and all the cash has gone out of my wallet. And I was like, well, I actually, I had those 40 euros in my pocket, too. And I go in my pocket, all that cash is gone. I go, hmm, that's strange. And so I they'd tried- already
1: robbed you, and then they were asking you for more money. Yeah. So they were rubbing it in your face. They were like, let's make him discover that we've robbed him right in front of him and well, see how he the- handles it.
0: So I was like, uh, I want to give you guys some money, but it's bizarre. All my cash seems to have disappeared. And she goes, why, "Why? Why would you ever think of us? We're poor. We don't. We didn't take your money. We're just looking for a good time." Da, da. I was like, "Hey, all right, whoa,
1: you know." Yeah, I just thought it was a tragic coincidence.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm just pointing out that my cash is gone. We're gonna have to stop in an ATM. And so I walk them down to the. There's an ATM in the lobby of the hotel. You know, I take out like a hundred lei or whatever it was. I mean, it's like nothing in euros. It was probably twenty euros. Hundred lei for a lei, not bad. For two legs. For t- Hey. Yeah. So, and it was, it was funny uh, because, man, I was just so happy. I was so happy. Like, I can't believe that happened to me. I don't care. They took probably like 60 euros worth of money. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. I don't know if you're ever in the market for that kind of thing, but uh, it's a steal. But- so <laughs> <laughs> so- okay, all right. <laughs> So, like, you know, Kobe and I are really close and he knew he knew it was up. And so I wanted to go and tell him, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, Kobe, your boy did good. So I go. I (laughs) knock on the door. He opens the door. I rush into his apartment or his uh, hotel room. And I was like, Kobe, I I had sex with all the gypsies. And I look open my eyes. And every fucking person from Barcelona is in that room. Plus like three <laughs> random people. It was Olga and Luke and Hannah and uh, uh, somebody else. And then these two, no, three Romanians who I'd never met before. And then I had to explain to them what happened. And I was like, um, you know, I'm post quiet. It's like my pants are falling off. And I, looked, I was, looked like a dirt bag, but I could not stop smiling. It was yeah, the happiest. I was. That's so funny. It was great. The thing was, is that when I got back to Barcelona, though, I just, I you know, I worked the bar that night or the night after, and just everybody would come up to me and ask, to be like, Matt, I heard that you got robbed during an orgy. Yeah. You know? Like, just had all these, like... And, like, the the version that they heard was different each time. Uh-huh. They're like, I heard that you and 45 gypsy... Well, I heard a bunch of different
1: versions and from different people and everything, and I right. haven't actually asked you about this because partly I was like, I'll just wait for the podcast. Yeah. Uh, so it's been six weeks waiting to yeah. to truly find out about this. Well, I'm well, glad
0: to. I'm glad to be able to tell my truth.
1: No, it's a good story. I think it's a good good. Sixty euros for a good story is good value every single time. And if you got to have sex with two women at the same time while doing
0: that, then yeah, good for you. Yeah, it was fun. Sure. It was fun times. Um, definitely fun time. So I ended up feeling with all the story. I, like, I didn't know how people, when they kept asking me about it, I wasn't sure if everybody else thought it was as me ma- as amazing as I did, you know, cause, uh, they definitely I, didn't some, some friend of ours decides to loudly scream the term gypsy, excuse me, gypsy AIDS every time I walk <laughs> in a room and I'm like, that is so not, knock- first, I'm not sure that we'll, we're allowed to use the G word. Second, it's incredibly you know classless and racist to expect aids to come out of that you know all that and third you know your homeboy used condoms so yeah so i it occurred to me that maybe not everybody was as, as proud of me as as that
1: but we think that that particular um situation of that that particular insult or dig or whatever you want to call it uh was more related to comes from a place of jealousy yeah it's like you've bruised his his ego a little bit in terms of interrelational dynamics oh, yeah. somehow. And then, yeah, I, I don't know, say he was trying to, uh,
0: felt like he was just sort of trying to taint you a little bit. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Cause he, he had come to the bar with a lady and I, I was really just trying to chat and be nice. I wasn't, you know, pursuing that uh-huh. at the moment, but he, I think he was a little threatened or something. and He decided to be like Gypsy 8 I'm like, buddy, there's better safe words. Yeah, there's better. Yeah, the just just Nebraska. ask me. Just ask
1: me to be as boring as possible, and I will. Yeah, but that is an interesting dynamic that we have come across at the bar because it oh. it's it's almost like a superpower to an extent, right? So you, so you come in and. It doesn't look like it would, but as soon as you step behind the bar, you're six inches taller. It just, it just does that. That's not like a metaphor. You just are six inches taller. So you're like looming over everybody else. And then women come into the bar and you're in charge of everything and you're making them drinks and you're making them happy. And then you dash downstairs and you're hosting a show and you're pretty good at comedy. So you're making everyone laugh all night. And it's just, you're completely in control of the whole experience. So it starts to, Depending on the people, it starts to feel like playing tennis with the net down a little bit.
0: Uh, is the net the hard part for you in tennis? <laughs> hitting the ball. I don't know. Um, I've never heard that expression before. It's, a, I, think, I think
1: I heard it from How I Met Your Mother. Uh, but what this does lead to is uh, some interesting interpersonal dynamics with just people getting
0: egos bruised or... People people. Well, you want to talk, we, we can get into this if you want. Uh, yeah. Let me, let me set the table just really quick a little bit more. Sure. Cause a couple other things happened in that Romania trip. So that, that was great, but that was on like day two and I was there for seven days or mm-hmm. something. And then after that, I just got like rejected time after time by different women. Talked to this girl on Tinder for two days, messaged all, all day, every day, only to find out that she had a boyfriend and she was just looking for friends and like somebody, I'm
1: like, wow, get off tinder
0: yeah and then uh this producer lady who i thought liked me uh you know i was chasing her for a while and then she decides to like pull away or something so i'm sad about that and then uh come back to barcelona and yeah i had this i had such a crush i didn't realize it i had such a crush on kyla because that first time that she came she was a dynamo and i thought she was into me and i felt super special Mm -hmm. and uh I, and so when my ego is getting bruised in Romania, some, I, I think I was holding out like a candle of hope or something. So I come back and I have first day back. I come into the bar and you, John and Kyla are just hitting it off so hard we were
1: having so much
0: fun such a oh my god you guys were so happy and you were filming this commercial thing and you would you would, guys would pause and like look at each other in the aisle and <laughs> smile like inches away from each other's faces and like my heart just dropped so and then like it put i got put stuck in this really bad position because now i'm sad and like a big downer you know like a big fucking da- i know i am i'm trying to like suck it up and not be sad and a fucking soy boy or whatever you want to call it. That's what I would call it. Yeah. I know. Oh, and it's, and like, I just felt trapped. And, uh, yeah. And then, you know, so I feel bad about like harshing your guys' mellow because. Mm-hmm. Which she totally did. I know. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. My heart got in the way.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, and yeah.
0: And like, I didn't, I felt like I, there was no way to like get out of out of that place. Cause if I get angry or I, I like make some little stink, then I'm the, the sensitive one. And like, no girl wants like some sense. Yeah. There's no, well, there's
1: no, there's no winning situation where you're, I, I think all of that kind of thing is like trying to hold on to a bar of soap in the shower. Like as soon as you, as soon as you try and hold on to it too yeah. tight, you get fucked. Yeah, yeah. Uh.
0: Dude. <laughs> oh, I didn't know you were in prison, Johnny Boy. And that's exactly the harder you try, the further you push them away. Right. right, and so like you have to like be cool with a tear like slowly going down your face or something. Mm-hmm. And then and like you, you got you get to play the cool part. Like you get to hang out with Kylie, you get to have fun, and so like without right. even having to try. And but like, that's all it was—is that
1: I wasn't. Trying at all. We would we were just yeah. having a good time. Yeah. And and I wasn't even thinking about that yep. dynamic. So you were thinking about that dynamic from the start, and it uh-huh. didn't even occur to me really. I, and because of that, we
0: were just getting along. Beautiful idiot. Yeah.
1: Super Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. super beautiful, but very dumb.
0: Uh it's true. oh man. Yeah, so I was stuck in that place for a while and then I, I picked up a couple other losses over the weeks and just and it's weird because it's like a loss of power. This it's all there was a lot of like uh subconscious unspoken power dynamics I think between the two of us mm-hmm. where all of a sudden I was losing because I, I I was I had thought about hire, hiring this other girl for the role right yeah and then here's Kyla who is perfect for the job in every single like 11 out of 10 in every single category and mm-hmm. of course she should work here of right. course it was
1: such a like a basic decision
0: absolutely and yet you know you were like, yeah, let's get. <laughs> I was like, all right, fine,
1: we can do that. This. Uh, this is, by the way, so so this was uh, basically unspoken all between the us the entire unspoken. thing. Yep. So no, no.
0: What was it? It was like three weeks. I pouted. Right. pouted, like hardcore. I was being such a such a passive aggressive dick because I had no other tools in the toolbox.
1: But it was funny. Like I was just I don't know. I was kind of just like whatever. He can he can deal with that. And I guess I was just guessing. What you were going through, but I, I think no, I was kind of you all mostly. I,
0: I'm sure that you all knew because uh, I, everybody knew what was going. On. I'm sure, like I couldn't hide it. I was trying really hard to hide it, but I couldn't hide it. And uh, and well, Kyla knew a little bit, but
1: I didn't yeah. like no, no. At least I just suspected.
0: Yeah. Well, like, and we have we've we have similar tastes in ladies. This is this is a thing that's happened before a bit. Yeah. Right? Sorry about that. Yeah. By the way, it's, it's uh,
1: the only reason it happened before is because
0: that. Like I really, really liked her. Uh, for what it's worth, oh, doesn't matter. I wonder which one that w- I no. I have like three or four examples in my head. Oh, I didn't
1: know there was that there's many. A, there's a pattern.
0: There's a pattern, Johnny uh, boy. Well, I'd and like I the can't listeners help to the note- fact that you're uh, what ten years younger, twenty kilo lighter. Yeah, but I don't think. Uh,
1: well, you were saying that you feel like. You need to realize that we're in different at different levels, and I don't think that's yeah. true at all. I think you're a you're a doctor. You've got a PhD. Uh, you had a job.
0: Had, uh, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> another another loss in the last couple of months. Yeah, sorry, mom.
1: So that's been an interesting thing for us to to sort of negotiate, and I think the tension basically stayed until I went
0: away to Ibiza, even a little bit after that. But it was kind of that was a good. I'll tell you. The, the tension was there on my side until last week, uh, uh, Shun's birthday. Yeah, that was the big Catholic moment. It, and you know what's crazy? Is we didn't really even talk about it at the birthday. It was just like I just needed it acknowledged. I just wanted everybody. and it's like, you all saw me lose, right? Like this is, this this, this happened. Because, so you, Kyla, and Shun, uh, Shun being an amazing person that we have to have on the podcast too, by yeah, the way. Yeah, she's so much fun. Fucking, that, just everybody's great. So... There's, like, I would come in mopey and sad, and people are like, oh, why are you sad? And I'm just like, life. <laughs> like, I didn't want to admit to it. Uh, for, because admitting, I don't know, because admitting it makes you vulnerable. and mm-hmm. right? makes you less powerful, I guess. And there's, the, the subconscious power dynamics are super interesting to me right now. But anyway, at some point, Shun like was, she ex- showed some humanity. She was like, "Or right, how are you? Are you feeling any better? You know, are you, mm-hmm. And like, I know that she knows. Yeah. And, but it just came off like kind of patronite, like mm-hmm. like a like I was a hurt puppy or something. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, fine. Blah, blah, blah. So yeah, it was up until last week, and then last week we, were, yeah, you were just like, "I'm sorry that everybody wants to."
1: There's nothing I can do about it. I tried making myself less attractive and.
0: Oh, you could do a lot more to, more McDonald's, less Jim John, Johnny boy. You Wearing can, you, shoes with holes in them. Go I back to McDonald's sandals. all the time. Yeah. But no, after, it's so funny. So, so yeah, I was really sad about Kyla, right? Uh-huh. And just like seeing the two of you guys together, like you guys fucking, you get on really well. It's
1: Yeah, we're weird in like similar ways,
0: yeah. which is, uh-huh. which is nice. It and just, Kyla's amazing. She's and just she's, straight, yeah. there's any, you would have to be, I don't, dead, not to, not, for her to catch her eye or something, and um, I was I had a point, I totally lost it. The point I guess was just that yeah at that birthday party last week yeah everything's been oh that's I just wanted to yeah so I was like sad and then she was at the bar every single day yeah like, you know like I could get over I could get over uh-huh. not being chosen by a lady that for sure happens. for sure but then to have to see her in this place that I care about a lot uh-huh. and then to have like some of the decisions of the bar feel like they got taken away from me. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I think
1: the times in the past where I've been most messed up over girls has been exactly that. It's been like a working thing where like, I fucked up and did something bad and got weirdly obsessive, and then all of a sudden I have to see this person all the time and Mm. I have to see this person like flirting with other people and, I don't know. It's, yeah. yeah, it's I. I get the the feeling. Oh, it's for crazy. Sure.
0: It felt like high school all over again. Like just these like really powerless.
1: Mm-hmm. For sure, but it's yeah. fu- it was, but it's funny to me that, you know, let's say like I wasn't doing it, but let's say I was doing that to you, but then you were doing that to this other person. Yeah. And That had a sort of a jealous thing. And then he's, I'm sure, doing it to someone else. And then fucking Kobe's doing
0: it to me. (laughs) He's the bottom of the total. He's all right. right. And Kobe's Kobe. Yeah. Ah, so like
1: it just everyone's being affected in that way and everyone's like so kind of protective over their egos and and no one can just say like if it's if it's right for me then we'll get along and it'll be
0: cool and if it's not right for me then i'm not gonna like try and force it you
1: have to try and force it when it is and
0: i know it was and it, it just for me it became one of those things like like a cut in your mouth like you it it would heal if you could leave it alone and like i just i wasn't able to leave it alone yeah and then yeah i lost my job at some time in there and so it's just like and if you're a person like me that, like, looks for reasons to hate yourself or feel bad and, like, da-da-da. Like, yeah. It was just, I had so many examples. There was another girl who I was interested <laughs> in that you took home. Um, oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. No, yeah. It was, <laughs> I, it was just, I, I had some, I had some else. But I, and that's the, I mean, if there's a, anything I'm trying to take away from the last couple months. So I had some things that made me feel bad. But then you look around. And we are running a fucking comedy club. Yeah, and it's full, and we're meeting great, great people. And like, I'm not alone. Like, you, I have romantic potentials. Uh-huh. It's not for sure. Yeah, it's it's not as if I'm I don't know some piece of slime mold or something. It's just it's just hard to to see the bigger picture at times. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think it's good to sort of take a step back. I found like Ibiza was great that I just had like three solid days not thinking at all about this place. Yeah, and then I was
0: definitely trying to make your life hard, harder than it needed to be. Wow. Well, just little things like, uh, like, oh, you got the bar? Fine, I'm gonna leave. You know, like, oh, uh, yeah, that's fine. You know, there like was a time the trash cans. Oh yeah, I, I So I was pissed. <laughs> it took, in my opinion, it took you about two weeks to catch on that I was being pissy, and then you seemed really sad and pissy for about a week, and then and then we had. Michelle and we'll get there <laughs> we had this famous lady drop in and I think that was the peak of your your dickishness or whatever um yeah well I was kind of at first at least I was like oh Matt's just depressed
1: that's not yeah. the most out of character thing and in that the was, world that
0: was the official story
1: uh so I was like I'll just we'll just run with that you know and then I sort of cottoned on a bit more And then I guess got pissy back, but I was also more, more than anything. I was like, well, I think you probably just need your space. As you say, it's like a, like a wound that needs healing. I don't feel like I've done anything particularly wrong in this situation.
0: You, I really don't Uh, think that you did. And that's why I hate you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, so my attitude was like, I'm just going to give you as much space to kind of work through it. And then whatever, we'll figure it out. You still have to pay rent and (laughs) don't have a job. So, so great. He'll be back.
0: Oh, he'll be back. But yeah, I don't know. It worked out. Yeah, you were pissy for about a week, and then we we had that barbecue. And God, life is so that was yeah, barbecue so beautiful. good in the past week. And it's been fu- it's funny because like, oh okay, I feel I finally feel at peace again with like you and Ky- and now Kyla hasn't shown up in a week or something. You know, yeah. It's like when I was sad with her, like I couldn't, I couldn't get the, away. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now that I I like her again, I've always liked Kyla. Just for the yeah, it's a it's a too much like a anything
1: yeah. type problem. Um, Can we move on to good news? Because we've got a whole lot of good news.
0: Yeah. Why don't you do uh, Ibiza really quick on your end? Sure. Uh, Plug your upcoming show there.
1: Absolutely. So I, I went to Ibiza about three weeks ago, I guess um, with a bunch of people, it was a writing weekend. So there's 12 comedians that went over. We sat in a beautiful Airbnb and everything. uh, And some of them decided to do a show at Pike's (laughs) Ibiza. Pike's is a super famous uh, sort of like a hotel slash bar in Ibiza. It's basically, it's famous for being uh, where is it Frank Zappa?
0: No, uh, Freddie Mercury.
1: Yeah. So Frank Zappa and Freddie Mercury. So, so the famous story about Pikes is that Freddie Mercury used to hang out there all the time and it always asked the guy that ran at Pikes when am I going to get a room named after me Frank Zappa has a room named after him when am I going to get a room named after me and the guy that ran the place Pikes Pike or whatever uh was always like Freddie you're not famous yet just wait till you're famous and you oh, get shit. yourself a room uh, and now uh, you know, years and years later, they have Freddy's Bar. So Freddy used to love and he had his 40th birthday there and all sorts of stuff. So it's kind of a a, a cultural staple for Ibiza. Uh, And a guy we know, James Regal, managed to secure a show there, which is amazing, except that I didn't get
0: picked for it. Yeah. uh, Because... There was, was, what, 10 people on that trip, though? Yeah. And they took four or five to perform? Yeah,
1: I think six, six performers. Yeah. And it was, I'm like, it was fine. Cause looking at the other performers, I'm like, yeah, that's a tough decision and no one has to pick me, you know? Yeah. Uh, but the good news is that the show went really, really well. And we're now, I'm going back in, in two weeks, under two weeks uh, to do another show, which I will get to perform at. Yeah, buddy. Uh, so it sounds like, thank very much. July 16th, yeah. please. if you just wait in line long enough, yeah. eventually <laughs> you'll get to the front. <laughs> Yeah, so it sounds like uh, James is sorting out these Ibiza shows and all going to plan. Once every six weeks, we're going to get a paid vacation in Ibiza, get to do a show at a super awesome historical place. uh, And
0: I'm trying to set something similar up in uh, Stitches. Stitches? Stitches. I always say that.
1: Yeah, well, I I would really love, because my brother's moving to uh, Malta, and Malta's has like no entertainment, but it's a whole bunch of rich expats who go there because they don't want to pay tax. I uh, might
0: have a connection on Malta.
1: Yeah, talk to me about Malta.
0: Uh, I'd have to go back either Malta, Moldavia, there's or <laughs> I get there's a lot of M islands. It's one I get, of the countries. I, I get them confused, but no, I I think it was I did a um did an online show. Not too long ago, and did well enough. And afterwards, somebody was like, "Hey, I've got these. I, I tried. I'm trying to run shows in Malta. If you ever want to come down, mm-hmm. I was like, absolutely. yeah.' So we can do for yeah. sure. And Let's we also have to do uh, Palmes in Majorca. Mm-hmm.
1: As I see. I see Barcelona comedy as expanding into the Mediterranean to yeah. like to do basically what the the, the Catalan Crown of Aragon did uh, and just like took over the Iberic islands <laughs> and then move across to Sardinia. It just kind of because. Northern European com- comedy is, I think, pretty well covered at the moment in mm. terms of people promoting and doing shows and things like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. But also, just like it'd be last night, we I did a Luke's drink, Drink, drunk show, and three. I knew three quarters of the audience. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, that's try to date half of them. That's you know? why.
1: <laughs> that's why. And we were talking about this. That's why we want to put on a, a more variety of shows. Yeah. Mostly, we just want to do stand up comedy type stuff or yeah. super comedy related stuff. But we understand that we have a very loyal audience here in Barcelona that, that want to come to shows, but they also don't want to come to shows and see us doing the same old shit again. That's why drink, drink, drink drunk. So popular, uh, uh because it's, uh, it's more, it's different. it's different every week. Uh, and that's why we're hoping to launch a comedy pub quiz in the next week or two.
0: Yeah. Do we want to do this, uh, this upcoming Thursday,
1: or do you want to wait another Like week? in four days or whatever. Yeah, yeah we could. I, I just think it's, I think we kind of want to have all the stuff ready a week in advance and then kind of start promoting it. That'd be ideal. Um, So let's do the following Thursday. Okay.
0: That actually, that works out really well for me because I'm recording something uh, Thursday at 5 p.m. And I don't know how long it'll take. Okay. So it could, it could run
1: long and. Cool, that's great. Well, we've got the Spanish show on Thursday night, which is going to be uh, packed. We've been having a couple of Spanish shows a week uh, recently. Yeah. We just had one this past Thursday run by this guy, Daniel Rajoy, I think, Mm -hmm. Uh, who's amazing. He's got such a good energy. He's fantastic. Uh, He did a lot of radio. Oh, I see. Okay, that makes sense. He's got a good
0: voice. Yeah.
1: He's got a good voice for that sort of thing. But he was very... um, Oh, just just good. Just th- everything was good. He ran the show well. The show was sold out. We're doing this cocktail promotion with Bacardi where if people sort of fill out a form, then Man. they can get one of the cocktails. If anyone wants to do that, there's a super good way to support us. If you're at the bar, yes. it costs you six euros for a super yes. fancy Patron cocktail. You have to fill out a little form, uh, but then Bacardi matches the six euros. So we, in the end, we get 12 euros. So basically if we can get our regular customers to do that regularly while they're here, yep. at the end of the month, it's going to be, a thousand euros yeah, to us, uh, and that's, uh, we are making some money from the bar, but those sorts of differences can yep. be absolutely huge for us now that Matt's unemployed. <laughs> uh, Again. That's cool. Uh, so yeah. th- the thing we were getting to, I think, yeah. with the Ibiza story is that on my final evening there, and I was like drunk out of my mind, I was just going right. to bed, right. I just about to go to sleep, and I checked to the Instagram for the Comedy Clubhouse, and I had a, a message from Michelle is yeah. a wolf, Official, Michelle Wolf, Wolf official. uh, She had the official blue tick beside just saying, the message was literally like, yo, I'm in town. Uh, Can I perform? What's up? You know, that kind of thing. And what did you say? I was like, are you serious? (laughs) Which I think is the appropriate response. I've been getting a lot of shit for this. Matt got a lot of shit because people Uh, thought it was him at first.
0: He, so John sent me a screenshot of that conversation. He's like, yo, Michelle Wolf is in town. She's going to drop by the clubhouse. Uh, you weren't coming back yet. We had a, a mic on Monday. He's like, yo, you're going to have to run this show on Monday with Michelle Wolf. Can you get some people? I was like, absolutely. Yeah. So I take the screenshot and I send it to the local comics and whoever mm-hmm. I'm trying to build a lineup and tell people. And each person I sent it to, they would be like, is that what you said to her? (laughs) And I was like, no, 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 it was John. It was John. John said that. John. I also wasn't sending
1: you that message so that you could spread it around to the whole world.
0: Yeah, but you know, honestly, I felt like if I didn't have the screenshot when I told like Mike Rice, I was like, Mike, do you want to come and perform? If I didn't, I think Michelle Wolf was going to be there. If I didn't have the screenshot, I don't think that people would believe me.
1: Yeah, well, that's why I said, are you serious? Because it didn't seem like a serious thing. But But partly the reason I said that is I wasn't, because I presume when she sends the message, she's like asking, but not really asking. Yeah. Like she's going, she's done, for anyone that doesn't know, she's done the White House Correspondence Dinner, she's got a Netflix special, she's got her own show on Netflix. So she's yeah. about as big as comedians come these days, especially in terms of like cultural relevancy to today.
0: The other day I listened to Mark Maron's WTF podcast, with, and he had Jay Leno, and Jay Leno name dropped Michelle Wolf. He's like, Michelle Wolf, now that's a comic who just is doing it, pure love of comedy. I can't respect that lady anymore. Michelle, you know, I was like, yeah. God damn. Exactly. So she's, she spent the summer with Dave Chappelle. She's been
1: hanging out with Dave Chappelle all summer and now she's hanging out with us, bitches. Yes.
0: yes. Uh, God, and she could not be a nicer human
1: being She's either. so cool. Uh, yeah, the whole thing was cool and she was so chilled. Uh, like the fact that she asked, that's why I said, are you serious? Because I was like, it's not a real question. Like if she wants to perform at our oh, little shitty course. comedy club and Bust learn it, yes, the answer is oh, yes. She could just demand to be on stage, but she was like, oh, I don't want to like interrupt the shows i don't want to do this or whatever so she was super polite uh and she came on the monday which was great
0: oh that monday show was perfect
1: it went really well yeah yeah we thought she was going to come on the tuesday (laughs) yeah i i sort of announced it's a weird situation right because we basically hadn't sold any tickets to the monday show or the tuesday show and she was like okay i want to come perform and i was like i can't i can't do a big announcement that she's definitely going to be here because she's not definitely going to be there
0: and even if she was we can't really sell on her name you know because she just she really she like jay leno was too. saying
1: she just wants to go and work yeah. the work and do do material at little places or whatever so she doesn't want to be here performing to people that are there to see her there type yeah. thing but we were in a situation where she could have just turned up to have no audience yeah and i don't want to embarrass myself in front of a yeah. michelle wolf so we have to do this thing where we like start rumors yeah Kind of.
0: Oh, I definitely. I messaged every. I was like, hey, you know, uh, very good chance that Michelle Wolf is going to drop in tonight. You mm-hmm. They were like, really? Yeah, you should reserve your ticket now because right. it's going to sell out real quick. But then we had a weird situation
1: on the Tuesday where yeah. everyone showed up, expected to see Michelle Wolf, and, uh, I had to tell Mike, who was hosting, I had to be like halfway through. I was like, "She's not coming, bro." Yeah, and he had to sort of let the audience know. But then people felt so quickly, so entitled to seeing her for five
0: euros. Did they? I thought was anybody I, upset? I felt I so. I, so. I think people were upset. Really? Yeah. I, I feel like most people were pretty understanding. Mm. <clears throat> I don't know. For five euros, come on! I think that what should be steal. the attitude. I would hope
1: that would, that would what be the attitude. Steal. Yeah. Did we pay her? Uh, I didn't I don't, pay her. No, I didn't I pay her.
0: I don't even think I suggested. To be
1: honest, that. I don't even think she did that well. Uh, no. <laughs> 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 no, she was, okay. look, she was great. She's come, now she's come three times and we oh, have yeah. a pretty casual relationship with her. Yeah. She can, you know, she's got my number. She can message me whenever she wants and she'll drop by from time to time.
0: We'll try and Michelle, not make a big deal it. my be number is 604 you can message me. <laughs> me. <No. laughs>
1: message either of us. We did on the, the latest show she was at, uh, it was the Sunday Fun Day.
0: I missed that one.
1: Yeah. So there was like a rumor started, same thing, because it wasn't like 100% sure she was going to come. But then the rumor was a little more secure, so we had someone waiting outside to sort of swarm her for a uh, really? for an autograph or whatever before before she came in to perform um i'll tell you later i think yeah oh Uh, so i know them yeah you know them um and it's it's weird because like i didn't really explain to everyone the vibe we're trying to create when michelle comes right i don't want to explain to him because i didn't want to make a big deal out of it and having to explain to everyone not to make a big deal out of it would have felt like making a big deal out of it right but I wanted people to just pick up on the fact that, like, it's chill. We're being chilled about it. We're not announcing it officially. We just want her to be able to come and relax. And it's actually yeah. good for everyone long term if she has a great time here. Yeah, absolutely. You know? But that message didn't get across somehow, uh, unfortunately. And when I talk about sort of, like, people it, feeling entitled to something you've given them once, uh, yeah. this is part of what I'm what I'm talking about. Oh, that's crazy. I didn't know.
0: Yeah. I, I. How much did you try not to talk to her just to...
1: I didn't talk to her at all, but I was yeah. mostly just yeah. You did what time? Busy. I mean, I've been messing
0: No, no, no. At, on on that Thursday, it's more. I, I did. Shit. I more went. I shit. went across
1: to her on the corner and yeah, and yeah. we chatted for a bit. And well, most of the time she's come. I've been running the show. I've been just like you know chill in the green room yeah. or whatever. So what sucks is that that we're being so respectful because we're cool. And then all of the interactions she has are with people that aren't that cool and are therefore not being that respectful. Yeah. So her entire image of
0: Barcelona is shaped by like the nerds we know. <laughs> uh, but I, well, on the shows that I went to, everybody was very chill. That's cool. It was really nice. Uh, on that Monday show that I did, um, she, she went up and was upstairs and kind of like staked out a little piece of territory uh, back where, where we have our box now. Yeah, yeah. And That's the people, other bit of big news. We'll yeah. get to it. And people just went up to her like one, one, one or two at a time. And it was very mm-hmm. like orderly. She was very nice. And when she was, she did her set. It was really nice. She did her set and she ended up doing like 20, 30 minutes. Uh-huh. Crushed, crushed it. Yeah. I was like, was that really new? I was such a, Fucking fanboy. I was like, Was that really new material? <laughs> like, were you really? And she's like, Yeah, I didn't perform any of that. Uh, one bit I did once or twice before, the rest of yeah. it is brand new. I was like, Oh my God.
1: Oh That's- my. So. I was talking to her after that Tuesday show, and she was saying, "You know, like it's a cool, cool vibe. But I like the place. I'm going to come more. Hopefully, if I keep coming, I'll actually be able to tell whether my jokes are good or not. Yeah. Right? Because people are so crazy and so just like in this like fever dream that anything she says, people are going to clap, people are going to cheer." Yeah. And I was like, "Look, don't worry." Keep coming here before too long. People won't think you're funny. Yeah. Uh, I perform here all the time, you know? <laughs> uh, and it's true. Like the second time she came, the third time she came, I didn't even, I wasn't even downstairs for it. I was like, I'll sort of listen in the background yeah. or whatever, but it's I th- it diminishes. I, bet,
0: I would tell her that, I, I bet she can tell which jokes are actually working, which are... Yeah, what's like the genuine laugh, what's not. Yeah, because I heard her tell the same joke a couple of, in a couple of different ways, and like, there mm-hmm. there's differences. I didn't see if she was recording or not. But that's super exciting. That's
1: either, I mean, that's probably the best thing that's happened to us and the fact that it happened in such a chilled vibe. Like, she is the biggest comedian to come to Barcelona, I think. Uh, Jim. Compared with Jim Gaffigan. But I think in terms of current cultural relevance, it's her. Like, I mean, sorry, but <laughs> Jim Gaffigan, I don't know. Like, in terms of the Barcelona scene as well, the Barcelona crowd, how people are here, people care way yeah. more about Michelle Wolf than they do about Jim Gaffigan. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Um. Anyway, the fact that she was so chilled, happy to drop in here and happy to just, happy to perform in front of a, a, a group of 15 people and just make them laugh, I think is is so beautiful, yep. really. So thank you to Michelle, if you're listening. Big thanks. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, there's a couple of just really cool things that have happened to us in the last few days, really. Number one, uh, two days ago, we managed to find a very, very cool box. On the street, uh, which is so cool. It's just, it's literally just a massive packing box with packing peanuts in it. Yes. But you can bathe in it. We had two amazingly gorgeous girls in it together last night. And there's a lot of fun to be had for the box. So if you do want to get in the box, that's an option. Um, Are we charging for it yet? we, We were talking about charging five euros. I think we should just use it as a reward system for our most loyal
0: and kind customers. Okay. Uh, as long as they respect the box and everything folks if you're listening you have imagine a refrigerator box full of packing peanuts it's a you can jump in you can swim around i think marnie was doing laps the other day. yeah
1: yeah back and forth
0: um it's yeah it's awesome and like we have a a bunch of fun ideas to make videos with it you know yeah
1: so that's going to be a a kind of a center point i think of, of the comedy clubhouse for a while now uh, and the other big news, which I'm freaking stoked about is that the property owners messaged us the other day and just said, hey, we need someone to close the roof terrace every now and again at 8.30 in the evenings just when we're not around, when we're not able to sort of manage the building. I was like, yeah, that's cool. Maybe we'll get a, a terrace. We can, you know, take a bit of sun every now and again. They gave us the key. I went up there yesterday uh, and it's so gorgeous. It's beautiful, the whole area. And it's shaded, lovely seats, beach chairs, and a swimming pool. Oh my god. Uh so, so good. It's so fucking cool. So good. So fu-
0: completely private.
1: Yeah, so it's all Airbnb apartments yeah. basically. So it's people aren't there permanently and we can go up there and just be like, yeah, but we we own the building. Fuck it, they don't know. Uh yeah. so we between the two of us have basically a semi-private pool to chill out before shows, between yeah. shows, have a little swim, do some writing uh which is magic i had my first swim there just before we started recording this How's podcast the gorgeous yeah. little it was a little chilly because the whole it's the shaded. pool is shaded um, well you know the pool is shaded which when you get to the when you get to the height of summer it's gonna be perfect though because you're getting that august sun and then you're jumping in the cool water and yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be magical
0: god life is crazy good
1: life in the last right? two weeks i feel like everything's come together beautifully Uh, I feel way more positive. I'm way less stressed having um, Kyla work. Even, like, last night, there was a good chance we weren't going to make any money. It was a Saturday night that England was playing football, so no one was interested in comedy. So I was like, we're probably not going to make money. Didn't care. Was relaxed. Had fun. Everyone had a good time. Everyone drank. And we made money anyway, you know? So it's... Fucking win, win, win. Oh, everything's cool.
0: Kyla is so great behind the bar. And Kyla's so good behind the bar. Oh, and, like, actually, because she also, she preps the green room. In ways that we never even considered, like, you know, our comedians don't deserve—they don't deserve her. Yeah, There's she like does candies. this
1: like Palo Santo thing. She,
0: yeah, she cleanses the the spirits. She does the floors. She, yeah, <laughs> she
1: cleans pretty much everything, yep. uh, which I didn't think was necessary, but uh, apparently it's important. Well, yeah. Cool. Uh, so I think that's kind I of all the updates, yeah right? Uh, we're going to get loads of new shows going. We're hopefully going to get this pub quiz happening before long Spanish shows are going off. If you know anyone that speaks Spanish, please recommend one of those shows to them.
0: We're going to have some solos at the end of the month.
1: yeah, we did do our solo George Zacharopoulos, uh, which was great. We had two basically sold out shows. He had a great time. We had a great time. Everyone made money. Everyone drank. Everyone was merry.
0: Oh man. So a really quick, funny story about him. Uh, so during the sad times, I had my, my acting class came on, came, and, like, so sad. They decided to dress up like a Hollywood party from the 1920s. And the, but there's three of us. Mm-hmm. So there's, like, three of us in, like, tuxedos and gowns. Yeah, I remember In a this. fucking bar. It was, like, I was really embarrassed, but I got really drunk. And so we started doing karaoke in the showroom. Yeah, that was great. And, like, we're belting out, uh, what is it called? It's from not, four non-blondes. What's going on? I said hey. What's up? You know that one? Yeah, it's what's up. It's what's up. Yeah, it's. Okay. Like what's up. So, we were singing that and singing it horribly and here comes George, our our you know, resident pro in town, touring comic. He's like, you know, he's got an agent, he's from London, he's a big fucking deal. I'm yeah. like, "Oh god. Fuck, no, he's going to see this. This is so pathetic." <laughs> and like he has no expression on it. He looks at me, he looks at the microphone, he looks back at me. Kind of shakes his head, and then it goes, "What's going on?" and fucking crushes the He's song. So he good, knew man. every single word to that song. He didn't even have to look at the lyrics, <laughs> and he just he stepped in and like right, like it was a like of the third verse, and he still knew all the words and cry. it was hilarious. Yeah, that's like so And good. he ended up saying, "Oh, I love karaoke. This is amazing. We had a great time that night." And actually, I, I passed out during his solo, but. Uh, <laughs>
1: That was a great, that was a nice evening to be honest. It was cool that you were able to do that for your acting class. I felt bad for yeah. Edna because she'd organized everything oh so beautifully she and she like, was dressed yeah. like amazingly.
0: She's like a one woman prom committee. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was so impressed. But then, so some people didn't even show up, which I thought was yeah. like unbelievable. But we were all chilling upstairs. So we managed to eat all the food that she brought yeah. and we were just so treated she by brought, her like, that thai day. Food
0: for- 10 people.
1: Well, this is just becoming a place where people bring stuff and we we give stuff
0: and they give stuff and it's yeah. just,
1: it becomes like this this lovely exchange of just different things from different people. I yeah, think uh, I think we're going in the right direction. Good vibes.
0: Knock on some wood or some shit, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. We're wrapping up. All right, folks. Thank you so much for listening to Constructing the Podcast, right? Yeah. <laughs> Constructing
1: the podcast, Constructing the Clubhouse with Matthew Mertha and Dr. John Ellis. No, This has
0: been uh, Matt's sad minutes. No, we did. This has been good. This has been great. Uh, Follow
1: us, please, on all the podcast stuff. You can follow us on Instagram, the comedy clubhouse, bcn at gmail.com. Start
0: spreading the word too.
1: Start spreading the word, tell your friends. We're yeah. gonna be recording these podcasts weekly now. Next week, we're gonna have Kyla on. Yeah. She's gonna tell
0: her side of the story. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> I don't yeah. know, we probably won't go into that too much. No, but, gonna, but we've gonna, gonna,
0: I wanna break her balls a little. All right, Matt's a serious journalist. Uh, <laughs> so Kyla, how do you feel about the situation? I'm not gonna, do. we'll see, I don't know. It's fun, she's so much fun.
1: I think we'll just, I mean like this podcast, we have a few ideas, but we just yeah. vibe with what, what yeah, we're yeah. going with, we'll see how yeah. this. Is. Uh, Thanks for listening. Thanks so much. Peace, everybody. Take care.